It's our top three spookiest TV shows. Welcome to another episode of Talk Talk Punch. Thank you so much to both our audio podcast listeners and our YouTube viewers for joining us. I am Brody, joined by Tudong Dylan. Hey. And the Dale Cooper, or Agent Cooper, of these Twin Peaks, Charlie Eggman. That, that, is, a, that is a damn fine intro. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, high praise, sir. Thank you. If you haven't already, we'd love it if you subscribe so that way you can come back here every Wednesday to hang out and have some fun with us. So this one's going to be a fun one. It's our top three spookiest TV shows because we're in October and October is spooky. And I don't like the horror stuff, but these guys do. So they make me do these topics. All right. Well, I was able to come up with three, so let's just oh, get buddy. right nice. into it. Yeah, it. I actually, and it didn't take me that long either. It wasn't that hard. Hey. Okay. What did I say the order was? It's Dylan. Dylan, and then me, and then Charlie. So Dylan, mm-hmm. what's your number three? Interestingly, my number three is Twin Peaks. As you're name checking it already, Whoa. that I'll admit, I was uh, when it first came out, it looked too scary even to watch, and I was like, you know what? I don't. I'm not going to do this to myself. But then later on, once it got onto, I think it was Netflix, I or something along those lines, or Hulu, I decided to give it a watch, and yeah, no, it was in fact scary, very scary, disturbing and scary. Not is every episode scary? No, but it's very few TV shows have I watched that actually you know give a sense of fear and dread and this is definitely one of them (laughs) i i watched did you are you are you including the when they re when they brought it back i didn't actually see that yet i still haven't seen i still need to see it isn't it on netflix because i don't have netflix i haven't seen it i don't know what it's on it was on showtime i i don't know if it's ventured anywhere else well there you go i mean yeah i mean the the i saw these uh you know the 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 original series and i thought it was i thought it was very well done i think excellent tv show and indeed incredibly scary disturbing all that stuff (laughs) if i had watched this as a kid i would have been even more scared I'd be like, nope, if, not doing it. I wonder if this is going to show up on somebody else's list later on. It's frightening. Some of the images are frightening. <laughs> and it's not, that's not an insult. It's a compliment. It is really cool. It is excellently done. Frightening and disturbing. Well, it's as David well. Lynch. So that's that that's true. Sense. I mean. <laughs> All right. My number two is. Number three. Number three. You're right. My number three is a little bit older, and I haven't seen it in a long time, but I used to kind of watch it as a kid, and it was scary back then. That's the Mm X-Files. I remember Mm -hmm. when this came out in like the early-ish, mid-ish 90s, and it it came on at like a time that wasn't (laughs) super late, but wasn't super early, and so you kind of 
watch it and you just get super mm. I had a fear, like a real fear of being abducted by aliens. And oh, I don't geez, know this must have scared <laughs> I don't know, like this probably played into it, but there was a genuine fear that I was gonna get abducted by aliens. And then I would watch this and it would creep me out even more. But it wasn't just aliens, they had all sorts of stuff. They had cults and Satanists and government people in black and all there was a lot of stuff. It was a creepy show. And I had to look it up. I was like, okay, was this was this actually like a, a horror show? And yeah, it's listed and it as, was, right? as, yeah. a, as a horror show. So it went for 11 seasons, had two movies. Well, 10 seasons, and then they brought it back like, right, yeah. like 2016 or something like that. Um, and actually, by the time it finished up, it was the longest running science fiction series in U.S. television history. Hmm. I didn't know that. That's cool. So, so yeah, this was creepy. This creeped me out big time. And I was like in that like tween, early teenage years. It was scary. It was scary. I miss I missed the show. There there's certain gaps that exist in my television and movie history that I regret and not watching this when it was on one of them because i did try to go back and watch it like recently and i couldn't i couldn't get into it now but i imagine that if i'd been watching it when it was airing it would have been awesome um so i missed it all right charlie what's your number three (laughs) all right so look all right scary is a relative term and i like to think of uh for the purposes of these lists and other lists that we'll do in the future when we talk about scary movies or scary tv shows i think like spice and food okay and so we all as as we're when we're young we're we're experimenting with different spiciness we don't know what what's too spicy for us what's not spicy enough and we're trying different cuisines and and just experimenting a little bit i remember being in my 20s and i love spicy food and the idea of doing like hot food challenges or spicy food challenges seemed like a good idea. Like just <laughs> the spicier, the better, whatever I could find the, to, to make my mouth burn was great. And as I got older, I decided, you know, I like spicy food still, but it's way more important that the food tastes good. I'm not eating spicy just for it to be spicy. So when it comes to like scary stuff, like, you know, I, I went through a lot of phases where I just like would want to consume as much as possible. And now I kind of have a pretty good idea of where my limitations are and I want it to be a good story and a good show. So I try to pick my list full of things that I thought were both good stuff and then also kind of left some kind of residue on me, uh, something that kind of like stayed with me after viewing, whether you know it was like just in a disturbing way or in an uneasy way. And so my number three is probably the creepiest show on my list. And it's one that depending on what your personal phobias are, you could like mm. pick the season to watch uh, and really kind of uh, enjoy the spiciness. Because uh, it's an American horror story, and kind of each season kind of brings uh, yeah. you know some new elements of horror. Uh, if you're you know terrified of ghosts, well, hey, we got you covered. Oh, you don't like witches? Okay, all right, we got you. Cults, murderous, <laughs> you know, people, hotels. Uh, you want you want crazy clowns and killer. You know, so a lot of you know this this uh, this setup here is from Asylum, which I think is the scariest uh, season. Season two. Oh man, uh, nothing worse than a 1960s Asylum. <laughs> it, is, it is uh it is an ominous and uh very uh kind of well set up uh environment i think the first season might be my still my favorite just because it was the first one i watched and i think it's probably the most most well put together but um but anyway uh 
this this is a it's a good show. You can kind of pick your your fears and kind of skip the seasons you don't want to watch. Watch the seasons you do. Uh, they're all creepy, and they're all kind of fun in their own way. But it's pretty easy, I think, to divorce yourself from like the reality of these shows. Like I like I just mentioned that I think Asylum is maybe like one of the scariest seasons. But also, I'm not afraid that I'm gonna be in a 1960s asylum. Okay. Like that's not like that's not like on my my list of fears, you know, I don't, sure. I don't think that I'm ever going to end up in a witch's coven or a haunted house. <laughs> so like, I, it's kind of fun. You can kind of like be in scary environments, you know, and, and ex experience the atmosphere and the ambiance, but it doesn't necessarily like reconnect to like a, a real world fear, if that makes sense. So that's why it's number three on my list. So have I you never, seen this? I never got into this cause it looked too scary. <laughs> I saw, I saw the first season and yeah, no, that was scary. Scary enough for me to be like, nope that was good <laughs> yeah i i think i have like a like a curiosity to watch it and there's times where i'm like i should just try it but then i'm like oh but it looks so scary i don't have anything like this all my stuff is is a bit older besides try, try season one this already try season one it this, looks it's so not scary a, Charlie. It looks no so scary. it's 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 good it's it's a it's a well-told story it's just enough it's like it's like a good amount of spicy the food is still delicious all right we'll see she, it's it's true bro the first season is real that's the only one i saw it's really good it really is this is on netflix right I, I don't know. I should I should I should always look that up before we do these lists. But I don't I don't have Netflix. But I'll take your word for it. It sounds it oh, sounds like a Netflix thing. All right. Uh, number two, Tudong. What's your number two? My number two. I did watch this as it was airing. It aired on HBO. I'm not going to say Max because it wasn't Max back then or HBO Max. It was just HBO. And although not every single one of them was, were scary per se, some of them were a lot funnier than they were scary, but they always tried to have that kind of creepy vibe. And I loved it. I still love it. I've got, I rewatched the entire series again. And that is Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, nice. Nice. This, this, this is a classic. <laughs> this is something that you could get into, bro, because it's got that, it's, some of it can be kind of schlocky, it could be kind of funny, it could be exceedingly creepy, and occasionally very, very scary. This is one of those where, like, I would, it aired later in the, in the evening, like, like, maybe like 10 or 11, and even if my mom was watching, it came, came by, and she hates anything horror. She was, <laughs> would sometimes watch some of these as well, and I was like, can't be that bad, or that scary if she was in it. But I mean, like, this is one of those that I definitely grew up with, and I love it. And I, I mean, obviously, it's it's a it's a horror series, <laughs> but it is absolutely fantastic. Love the stars, love the scripts, love all of those kinds of things. Fantastic. Have you seen this one? Any, I know Charlie's seen this, bro. Have I remember. I remember the cartoon. <laughs> well, yeah. Hey, there you go. That's that's a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a great pick. Thank you. All right. My number two is a recent one. So recent, in fact, that it's still going. Whoa, really? Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. And that is Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. So I was... I was thinking back. I I feel like Stranger Things. Although I mean, the recent stuff has still been kind of scary and creepy. But like 
that first season, especially, I kind of harken back to. And I was like, oh, this is like, this is, it, it really has that kind of Steven Spielberg, like uh, Wes Craven type type stuff. Or, you know, like a, just like that, the 80s kind of spooky stuff. You've got the kids, you don't know what's going on. You've got some monsters, you've got some supernatural stuff. You've got some mystery to it. Like it was just so neat and so different with the aesthetic that it had. And I, I really liked it. And it was like, it was scary, you know? And, yeah. and I, you know, we're, I know that we've got season five coming at some point, but I don't know, maybe they, maybe, this probably should have ended after like season three or something like that. It should have wrapped up in two or three seasons. I, the kids are like 30 years old now. <laughs> it's just kind of weird to watch. But um, but that first season, just, you know, that's, I feel like the first season, I would love to go back and just like rewatch that first season because it was, it was good. It was scary. And even, I even sat down and watched this with my wife because I was like, I was hearing the buzz about it. I'm like, oh, let's watch this. And she doesn't like scary stuff at all. And after the first episode, she's like, not for me. And then she like came back the next day. She's like, okay, so I'm actually kind of interested in watching it. (laughs) And so so we've, we've watched it since then and and it's been good, but I, I've really enjoyed this one. I I have a theory that they, they had Winona Ryder just like in her house and they're like, listen, we're going to come and we're just going to kind of film and just be yourself. And that's exactly the whole first season for her. People kind of come in and she's just like flipping out. What is the light? Oh, this is the (laughs) and they're just kind of like huh uh-huh okay uh your kid right and she's like and then they're like yeah all right yeah all right that's that's okay we're gonna go and take these notes and you know do something with them bye-bye and that's basically all of her part right there i don't know what happened in the rest of the series but that's my theory for at least season one there you go that's a good theory good theory thank you Thank you, thank you. Everybody, I, everybody I say that to who loves Stranger Things is like, that makes sense. <laughs> At least for the first season, it makes sense. And I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but I did hear the new season, Brody, is actually about the children of the kids. <laughs> so that's going to be the new season, so. Yeah, they're old enough. They're old enough to yeah. have kids. Yeah, they are children of their own, and just, you know, so it's... Yeah. All right. So, look, my number two uh, is... In my opinion, not as scary a show as my number three by any stretch. Okay. Uh, and it's not meant to be, but it is anchored in kind of like a Monsters Among Us kind of way uh, that as I get older, uh, I think kind of taps into a little bit more of like what has now become like at the forefront of my fears in life, which is like my kids, right? Protecting my children. Where it used to be kind of fun to like, you know, you, you watch a show and you daydream, like, like a, for instance, like a Walking Dead, which isn't on my list. You know, you read the graphic novel or watch mm. the show and you think, okay, what would I do in a zombie apocalypse? And you, you know, you daydream about it for some reason being fun, even though it would be horrible and awful. Uh, and and now, like, you know, it's like now the first, okay, how do I how do I keep my kids alive? Where am I where am I getting insulin for my my, my son? Like, how do I? And it's just all very stressful and, and it's, it's no longer fun. It's just it's just maximum anxiety of like, oh gosh. Sure. And so uh, my number two is is Criminal Minds which uh, is like a procedural and it's, it's been on for forever. And much like Stranger Things, hey, still going. Uh, and it started with Manny Patinkin and I would just watch about anything with Manny Patinkin in it. 
Uh, and he just like had such a, a grounding presence in the first few seasons that just I, I, I enjoyed it. It was like it's procedural. It's, it's on the dark side, but this and that. But but man, the, the seasons keep rolling on and, and just stuff with kids in it. Just I, I can't I can't do it. The bad things happening to kids. It's not even, even like Stranger Things is hard to watch. Like, poor Will, man. Yeah. That, mm. I just, just, just want to hug. I want to hug the children. It's like, what? <laughs> it's like every season the, the writers get in a room. They're like, what? What are the bad things we could do to Will? Uh, but like uh, this, um, you know, the, like the, the the family annihilators, and you know, like there's like a I don't even remember a season where they're like, you know, some guys barricading doors and windows and lighting the house on fire to kill a whole family with like, you know, flames <sighs> and burn, burn them to death. Like I just, like that stuff. Like I just can't engage with it anymore it's just like man like that plays into too, that taps into too much of like the real fear real life fear of being able to protect the, these these sweet innocent children and uh and uh, so this one is is per- scary personally to me at this point now because i i don't i don't like the reminder of all the 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 real life monsters that that, that live that live so my number deuce Sometimes the real world, real, real world, can be scarier than the fictional one. Mm-hmm. Give me the upside down. Let's go. go. All right, number one, Tudong. What's your number one? Can I guess My it? My number. Can I guess it? Go for it. Go for it. Is it Ash versus the Evil Dead? You know, that's funny that you mentioned that because I considered that. However, it's so Ash is so cool. I'm like, ah, maybe I was a little bit. I got a little, I got a jump scare in that very first episode, but after that, it was really cool, and it's Ash and all that. But no, it's not actually. It's a bit more traditional, and this is something I definitely grew up on. They had a marathon of this every Thanksgiving, and I'd love to watch this. And that Twilight is, Zone. yeah, uh, that's it. That's what it is. Loved the Twilight Zone. It could be fun. It could be funny, but it could be very scary. Like I can think of several episodes where it just would give me the creeps. Even though, even if it didn't last too long, I would just be like, mm-hmm. all right, where, where's the remote? Oh, it's over. All right, never mind. And we're going on to the next one. Wait, what, what happened to the remote? This was too scary. <laughs> I think this is an absolute classic. I think Rod Serling is brilliant. And I think what he did with this is like absolute, sometimes it's science fiction, sometimes it's supernatural. Uh, I mean, I think it was fantastic, unbelievable, absolutely. One of the, that kind of best shows out there. I, 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 if I had a top 10, this would easily be on there. Maybe top five. I don't know if we've even done those, but definitely. This... Can I ask you a question? Please. Have either of you watched the new, like the Jordan Peele Twilight Zone? I haven't. I don't know where it's playing. Is it? Is it on Netflix? It's on that's... A Paramount, Paramount Plus. Ah, oh, it's on I Paramount? I have Paramount. I should watch that. You do? I do. Right. That's it your assignment, Brody. Yeah, watch it I and get back to us. Let us know if it let, let us know if it's any good. Uh, His stuff and is, also, on, is on is on uh, 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 Peacock, you know. Mm-hmm. Jordan Peele's like movies and whatnot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are good. Uh, I enjoy the movie, so I'm I'm curious to see like if the show is good. Mm-hmm. Seems like it seems like he's 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 a talented director. He's got an eye yeah. for for horror and suspense, and this is like a a good format for that. So it seems like it it should be a well paired match, but. Now, what about Twilight Zone the movie? Yeah, I was gonna say that if you if you uh, ever want to read some scary stuff, read about the behind the scenes <laughs> things that happen oh, in that movie. Yeah, no, no, I I have, and those are very scary. I thought I, when I was a kid, I watched that movie. The very first scene with Dan Aykroyd was was frightening. When I saw like the one where the kid like could 
do stuff with his mind and you see the sister with no mouth i don't know why creeped me all the way out and then <laughs> as if they weren't finished they also had the john lithgow like doing a remake even more frightening yeah. of the guy of somebody's on the plane and then at the the very end, he's all like hey i helped everybody and then, of course, Dan Aykroyd's there again. He's like, you want to see something real scary? I was like, <laughs> exceedingly scary, even without all the behind-the-scenes stuff. Yikes. Just that first one, that first Dan Aykroyd one was frightening. You don't expect that, Albert Brooks and Dan Aykroyd. Come on. No, this is a very good pick, too, though. Thank you. All right. My number one is actually a crossover. Hmm. I didn't think we would have a crossover, but we do. <laughs> and that's with Two Dong. And that is Tales from the Crypt. I love Tales from the Crypt. Now, it's a great one. Little like asterisk to mine is we didn't have HBO growing up. And so I didn't see it on HBO, but they did it. It played on Fox for a couple years, like in syndication, like mm. at, at night, mm. just the reruns. Um, and so I would have to like, if if I couldn't like stay up super late or something like that, I would record it on VHS and then watch it later. But oh, really? I loved this this little series. I loved the Crypt Keeper. I loved just the the creepiness of the whole thing and just the fact that like you knew you could go in and watch an episode and like and then just be done and like maybe everybody's <laughs> gonna die and maybe somebody's gonna live or, you know. But like you knew that you just had that you know, that one block of time and then you were out. And so you kind of had like a hard out. You didn't have to follow up or anything like that. Um, but I, oh nice. man, this one was, was so creepy. And I, and I loved it as, yeah. you know, like, a. it was, this is kind of the same. I think it was playing on Fox around the same time as X-Files. So I was apparently watching a lot of this stuff, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah, I was trying not to like, show my cards too early so i didn't, <laughs> didn't bring it up when you were talking about it before too long but yeah i love nice. yeah, and i i you know i liked the well liked i don't know the movies were fine i guess um hey, i haven't seen any of those you watched D demon knight was such a weird movie man it was such a weird movie yeah it was um you know, I also liked uh, Tales from the Dark Side. You know, I know those oh, were more, yeah, yeah, those yeah. were more like like movies, but similar type things. I just really enjoyed like the anthology type stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there's my number one, Tales from the Crypt, baby. Nice choice. If anyone's interested in the the aforementioned Tales from the Crypt Keeper cartoon, I believe that is on Prime Video, and I believe also on Tubi. Hey. If you are in the mood for so a few ads, but for free. <laughs> so. You can watch three seasons of Tales from the Crypt Keeper. Oh my goodness. Nice. They used to have Freddy's Nightmares on there, but I think I liked to watch part of one of them or one episode or something. And like I, I they they're off of Tubi now, so I don't know where they are, but that would have been on there if I had actually watched it. <laughs> All right, Charlie, you're number one. My number one is easy to guess and uh, I mentioned in the beginning that I, I, I wanted to focus on stuff that kind of left a little bit of a residue. And I remember being a young man and for the first time watching this television show and just kind of being enthralled by it. I'd never seen anything like it on television. There just wasn't TV like this back in the day. This is, I think, predates even, you know, the HBO. It's not television. It's HBO. Uh, and so it, this was just like a twisty and wild ride of a television show with wonderful imagery and the incredibly uber-talented uh, David Lynch at the helm. 
And so, you know, Dylan uh, had Twin Peaks on his list. It is my number one. And I, I'll try not to spoil it because I do think it's still worth watching. And this is on Paramount Plus if you're in the mood for, um, you know, a little a little rewatch <sighs> of history. Uh, and then I think even the new I think even the new stuff, uh, which is included in my in my scariness because the new okay. stuff is like man there are some episodes like david lynch does a really good job of decentering the viewer and yeah. if you're just casually watching like if you're kind of like on your phone and scrolling and you're not like submerged in the imagery and the music and the way that he just pieces all the all the different uh parts of what he's you know whether it's this twin peaks or his movies or whatever together it's it's kind of easy just to kind of dismiss it as just being like haphazard but it's all very meaningful and purposeful mm. and, and the delivery and the presentation and the lighting and the colors and just all, all the different characters and what they're doing. Um, and so I just, I, I just, I think David Lynch is just a genius. And I, and I think Twin Peaks is funny. Like there's a lot of really funny parts <laughs> and a lot of great characters. And then there's just like creepy moments, like, like a camera pans <laughs> through a room in the, in the early parts of the season and you don't notice, but there's like a face in there. And then, it, and then it shows you later on in the season, the face that was there that you didn't see the first time you're there. And then you go back and you watch and you're like, there's the face. I didn't see the face. Uh, and you know, you just, it, like all of and and the themes are really dark and really disturbing yeah. and like the, the movie Firewalks with me really leans into like the just the oh uh you know <sighs> spine tingling but I will tell you I, I'm not gonna say I don't want to spoil the ending but the ending of the first season like broke or sorry, the second season mm. the ending of the TV show it just mm -hmm. broke me when I was when I was younger like I had been so invested in these characters and in the storytelling. And then it ended like with just like the biggest like rug pull that I'd ever experienced, <laughs> and it just I, like I was, this can't be over. Like it can't be over. It just can't. And it, it and I just thought about it like more than I had ever thought about like a TV show. Like TV show at this point in my life had just been kind of stuff that you kind of watch and then you watch and then you watch it past you. It's like oh I watched Cheers. Okay, great. It's over. I you know I don't need to think about it. Or you know it's episode of Seinfeld. It's great. The Simpsons. Great. I watch it. I'm on. This stuff like stuck to me. And I was like, okay, they gotta they gotta rescue my my boy. They gotta find mm -hmm. a way to bring this back. And then they announced, mm -hmm. okay, we're doing like a a series of movies. And I'm like, oh, thank goodness we're gonna get the movies. And then Firewalk with Me comes out. It's a huge flop. Nobody sees it. And and then they just cancel the rest of the movies. And th it's a prequel. The freaking yeah. they did one movie and they did a prequel. <laughs> They didn't rescue my boy, and then finally, like all these years later, they come out with a show, and I and, and still still haven't really rescued my boy. Anyway, it doesn't. You don't need to know my personal wounds that are attached to the show, but it, it is unnerving and disturbing. There's like a large uh, you know, chunks of an episode that's told in a new season that's like doesn't even have dialogue. It's just like sounds, and it's just like really tremendous to watch, but also incredibly disturbing and decentering. And ah, uh, it is good stuff. This is like like the perfect level of spice. <laughs> on the perfect dish for me. I love this. Uh, and this was on, this, this was just on like ABC, right? Yeah. yeah it was just on regular television. It was just like regular television. Like, it's so crazy to me that, that Twin Peaks, you know, as it was airing, was just <laughs> like not we cable, not like a, an additional charge on top of cable like HBO, just like the free stuff. You have, if you had bunny ears, you could watch this. Like, you know. <laughs> It was really, it was really ahead of its time. And and if you ever want to read about this, I think this is worth reading about. Uh, we do we do uh, drafts here with studio interference, but the studio interference and how the reveal oh. of Laura, Laura Palmer's murder and how the, the subsequent ending of the show it's all very upsetting and uh, could could have been uh, could have been truly one of the great 
TV shows of all time if we could have just let the studio exec sit this one out. Let David Lynch cook. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm actually very surprised that we had two crossovers. I felt I felt bad, Dylan. I felt like we were super quiet going through yours because Charlie and I both had crossovers with you. So it's like great pick. I would have been kind moving of surprised. on. <laughs> I, I would have been a little bit surprised if, if they, uh, if, if the, the, especially those two were crossovers. So I, I understood. I was like, they're probably going to have more to say on there. So I, I get it. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys have anything else to add to this? I, I, this is a fun, this is a fun list to think through. And there's lots of, look, uh, some honorable mentions, uh, like Hannibal. It's a disturbing show, but really good. Um, I, I, I liked, I liked the haunting of Hill house. Did you guys watch that on Netflix? I didn't watch that. No, that's a good show. Uh, if you're, if, if you're like, you know, ghosts are kind of spooky to you. I think that's a, a, kind of a well done, uh, spook fest. Um, there's lots of fun ones. So if you guys have some favorites of your own, you should definitely let us know in the comments. Uh, Dylan was the tall man just in movies or is the, the, the tall man ever have a TV show? He was sadly only in the movies. That would have been great um, if there was a Phantasm TV show. It was nonsensical. <laughs> the movies were exceedingly nonsensical. Well, uh, I know a lot of execs watch this show, uh, especially <laughs> during the ride because they're they're pretty bored. But so if you want to get in this, uh, we, the Tall Man TV show, we, we can uh, we can get, make it happen. Phantasm. Uh, oh, we, can, yeah. we can do this. All right. All right. Well. Uh, make sure you hit that like or subscribe below that beautiful beard and have a safe and spooky Halloween. Let us know if you want to watch any scary TV shows with us. Mm. Not too scary, though, for poor, poor dear Brody. Yeah, yeah. His, his beard was dark brown when we started this list. <laughs> 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 All right. Talk to you guys later.